Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. And welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Uh, like I said, this episode is brought to you by a few great partners of mine. Uh, first of all, uh, Panels Comics and Coffee Book Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California. Um, they were there with me from the beginning. Um, like I said, they have a great assortment of coffee, uh, comics, graphic novels. Uh, they have a lot of merchandise, toys, um, as well as some, some back issue uh, vintage comics. So you can check them out. Uh, they actually have an event, uh, uh, actually a pop-up event for the, uh, for the community and for our local businesses uh on june 26 so um if you're in the area check it out support small businesses um and you know support support your local coffee shops uh you can visit them at uh, panelscoffee.com or on social media at panels coffee um, another sponsor of mine is elevate coffee trading uh based in the dallas area um they coffee coffee brand that's helping to uh, extract hope with uh, every little drop and and a lot of their proceeds help with uh, coffee producing countries such as Guatemala, as well as areas in the United States. Uh, you can use promo code 21 um, for your next order uh, online, purchase your uh, next bag of coffee. Uh, you can check them out, check their story out at elevatecoffeetrading.com. And then another sponsor of mine is Astropad. And if you're a digital creator like me, um, Astropad actually turns your iPad Pro or your, your Windows tablet into another professional graphics tablet. So for with me, I use Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, all my favorite design programs, and uh, I can use it right on my iPad Pro. So it's a it's been a great tool for me, uh, for my digital workflow, and even when I'm on the go, um, AstroPad has been a great tool for me. Uh, so you can check them out at uh, astropadalp.com, uh, or you can uh, check them out on social media at uh, astropadalp. And then my last sponsor is uh, the Cobalpod. And if I'm usually, if I'm not recording Zoom sessions, I'm generally there at the Cobalpod. And uh, it's a uh, inclusive, uh, all-in-one um, recording studio that's out here in Oceanside, California. And uh, you get a professional uh, photographer, sound coach, uh, 4K uh, video, professional audio, all-in-one setting. They have a beautiful setup for it. Uh, and like I said, it just helps uh, bring my my show into the, to the next level production wise. Um, if you're a podcaster, content creator, you're thinking about uh, starting your next show or ne next podcast, come on by, uh, or you can go to cobopod.org and book your session today. Um, today, I have a very special guest, and we're we're actually going through uh, getting uh, actually past a hundred episodes now uh, of the Creative Brew, and and uh, like I said, I love bringing on just different characters. I think that that's what makes the Creative Brew what it is. Getting insights from um, you know athletes, from entrepreneurs, from thought leaders, from from artists, creators, um, you know, all all walks of life. I mean, that's what makes um, you know that's what makes life beautiful. Uh, that's how you're able to absorb uh, just various uh, various perspectives, different experiences, uh, and that's what the show is about. So uh, I want to introduce a special guest, Stevie Ray, uh, one half of the was it the ten time was the ten time or fifteen time tag team champs? Ten. Ten time of the ten time uh, tag team champs, Harlem Heat, uh, one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Um, I idolized Stevie Ray and Booker T. Uh, so, so, so fortunate, uh, so grateful to have uh, Stevie Ray on here, but I'm going to let him tell a little bit about himself, about a story, and then uh, we'll go from there. Well, my story, as far as the wrestling game goes, I mean, if anybody follows wrestling, then they know Harlem Heat, you know, Harlem Heat, you know, did their thing from the overseas to here in the States, global, WWE, I mean, IWGP in Japan. Auto vaults in Germany. I mean, you know, Canada. We did it all, man. You know, so um, I don't really like to go through step by step, you know, facets of my whole life as far as the wrestling game goes. Yeah. But you know, hey, that's what it was. Two brothers that got together in the wrestling game and uh, went out there and did what we did, brother. <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, because like I said we could always do a whole. <laughs> biography on, <laughs> on all the things that you, yeah, you've done, but, uh, exactly. um, yeah, even, even now, um, what do you, um, 
you know, obviously, you know, wrestling, and I, and I talk about this a lot, you know, whatever, wherever you're at, you know, sports-wise or whatever, mm-hmm. you're always going to have a platform to go, um, you know, go to that next step. Um, for you right now, what, 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 what things are you, you doing right now? What's, what's Stevie Ray doing right now? Well, you know, Stevie Ray has always been doing something. I've, you know, I had my own, you know, detail shop for years. I finally sold it and I had my own trucking business for years and I finally sold it. And uh, I'm a liaison with Houston Community College through my old neighborhood, things like that, trying to get people signed up for grants so they can, you know, go in and learn trades and stuff of that, stuff of that nature, you know, and, you know, a little bit political stuff too, you know, here and there mm-hmm. uh, with political candidates here in the Houston area, which I live. And man, I'm, I got my hands on a lot of stuff. You know, I do, I'm podcasting now. I do radio show and, and, uh, matter of fact, I just had a few meetings the last few weeks with some ex basketball players and some ex football players and trying to put something together, uh, that we can go out and try to help young people, yeah. uh, co- collectively. So that's a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now. As far as pro wrestling stuff, I don't really care about that stuff too much. But, you know, I'll always be a professional wrestler at heart, and people always know me from professional wrestling. So that is what I use to kind of put my, get myself in the door and uh, things of that nature, man. That's and, you know, a couple of movies that I've, uh, two or three movies I've done in the past year, and I've been enjoying that. So, Hey man, I'm just a Renaissance guy, you know. Just a yeah. Renaissance guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I gotta gotta keep moving. Gotta keep. Yeah. Moving. Have yeah. you have you always? I mean, I, I know what with you. Have you always sort of been like that? Have you always been like, man, I got you know, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? Or maybe you, yeah. know, you just get restless with a lot of things. Or no, yes, people people have asked me that on different shows. There, hey man, who did you idolize as a child? Who you want? I ain't never want to. I ain't never idolized anybody. I just see stuff and I like it and I try it. I try anything once, man, you know? And uh, I had no wrestling influences. I had no goals to be a professional wrestler. I just tried it out and I was pretty good at it. So <laughs> just like a lot of other things I've done in life, you know, I've tried it out. Hey, well, I was, I'm pretty good at this, you know? So I, I do it, you know? So I kind of like what life throws at you. You know, I've always been that kind of guy. I tell people all the time, wrestling is what I did. It's not who I am. Mm-hmm. Not to a lot of other people. It might be who they are, but I really could care less about who they are. I care about what I am and who I am. Yeah. And how people uh, look at me. So I, you just brought up a good point because uh, I, I sort of noticed, um, you know, there's a lot of, especially in the wrestling game. I mean, it's hard mm-hmm. to get that out of your system, um, especially when you're sort of used to that just 365 grind, you know, yeah. traveling everywhere. Um, for a lot of people, it's just hard to get get that out of their system. Um, you know, did you, did you ever feel like, um, I mean, I, I, like I said, you probably know better than others. Uh, did you did you know at that point to where like I'm I'm done, I'm ready to go on to something else? You know what? Everything I've ever done in life was just a challenge to me. Yeah. You know, I had my own business before I got into wrestling business. Mm-hmm. so wrestling was nothing but business to me <laughs> that's all it was I never cared about being famous I never cared about being you know a somebody this that and the other you know as what the entertainment business can turn you into mm-hmm. I like being me I like being me and I like that more than anything so a lot of people get caught up and it's just not wrestling it's the entertainment business all the way across the board when you get caught up into something somebody make you into a somebody and you got people, you know, coming up to you and, you know, telling you this, that, and the other. It goes straight to your head. Yeah. Especially if you never experienced anything before. The only thing I really liked about wrestling was the guys, some of the friendships I made and being in the ring. All the rest of them were just bullshit and scenery for the public. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest, you know. All the rest yeah. of it to me was just scenery for the public. Uh, I never brought my job home with me. Yeah. You know, I would always tell my friends, don't call me up, ask me about no bullshit you've seen on television. You know? And my neighbors, same thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't ask you what you did down at the water factory. Don't ask me about what you've seen on television. Yeah. 
So when I come home, I come home to do the same thing everybody else does and hang with my friends and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't come home to entertain people for free. No, yeah. Now okay. we, we can talk a little money, well then yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's uh, I know that's so messed up, but I'm just saying, you know, churches and stuff. Hey, I got a church, you know, so I'm a pastor, you know, I ain't got a church. Uh love for you to come down and talk to the people. Okay, uh let me give you my number to my assistant. She'll set it up and let you know how much it is. Oh, oh, well, I thought maybe you'd come for free. I'd bra. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, if you're making money, I'm going to make money. So, like I said, I had my own business before I ever got in the wrestling business. So, I'm just a business-minded person. So, hey, man, I'm trying to get a leg up like everybody else. And if wrestling can help me get a leg up, hey, I, I'll do it. Yeah. But it's not, it's not going to be me and like the question you asked that I know from the first day I got in the wrestling business, I'm always tr trying to put myself in position to get out mm -hmm. from day one. I want to make enough money. I want to abuse my body because they're abusing me and I want to take advantage of the people that's taking advantage of me and I'm going to milk this thing as far as I can milk it. Yeah. But that's just me. A lot of other people ain't like that. I'm just talking about me. Yeah. And what everybody else is into, hey, it is what it is. But drink for the find me in no hotel, strung out, or whatever. Because I got stuff to do, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know there's. I, I got stuff to do. I mean, I know there's probably been some, some horror stories with, you know, you know a lot of hey, wrestlers. And, it is what it is. Yeah. I've been around the entertainment. I was around the entertainment business before I ever got in the wrestling business. So I saw how the entertainment business can just take people's minds and take them all the way to another place. You know what I'm saying? So, thanks for looking out, like I always say. <laughs> thanks for looking out, dog. Now I know what not to do, you know what I'm saying? But you got guys that come in this wrestling business, man. They ain't never been around nothing. They never did nothing. And what do they do? First thing they do is stray off and try to do everything every other guy does. You see what I'm saying? Just like anything else, man. And next thing you know, hey, you're part of the game now. Yeah. I was a part of the game, but I was never in the game, if you dig what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, so right now, I mean, it, I personally, for me, like I said, I've always been, you know, a, a big, um, you know, wrestling fan, historian. Mm -hmm. um, and even now, um, do you feel like even now, like even with Stevie Ray or Harlem Heat, do you feel like uh, young young kids still come up to you and still like, hey, oh, yeah. hey, you're Harlem Heat? Oh, yeah. That still happens everywhere I go. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I, I enjoyed what I did. I enjoyed what I did initially. I really enjoyed being a professional wrestler, but that don't mean I wanted to take it to my grave. Yeah. That don't mean I wanted to override my the rest of my life. I don't mean override me as a person. Mm -hmm. I'm very secure with what I do and who I am. I'm very secure with my outlook on life. Yeah. And I'm not gonna let no job interfere with that. That's the difference. No yeah. job. Because I want to be in control of my own life. And wrestling, you can only do so long. And it is what it is, you know. But, you know, the face that comes with it and the recognition that comes with it, it is what it is, you know. It is what it is. And I, I really, I relish it because, hey, it gets me into doors to do other things that I want to do in life. Yeah. But when people recognize you, hey, that's a blessing, especially African-American people that, you know, your own kind. Hey, you know. At one time, I didn't realize that every time that we walked out that curtain, we were making people feel proud, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I take that um, near and dear to my heart, you know? Because for a long time, I didn't really think about it because I'm just here, I just go to work, do my thing, come home. I didn't realize the impact for a long time, the impact that my brother and I were having on African-Americans in the United States of America. I didn't realize it oh, yeah. until I start meeting people. I'm talking about meeting people that are big, you know, name, big name people in the entertainment business. I'm like, damn, this dude know me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you know, oh, okay. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? And then you go places and, cause I never, I live in a bubble, my own bubble, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't, I'm just, I'm just, I got tunnel vision when I do stuff, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not really 
trying to was not really trying to be a celebrity. I never yeah. really cared about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm uh, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah. That played an unregular guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on television, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, so, you know, it is what it is, you know, but uh, yeah, man, that was, uh, I didn't realize it for a long time. And it's then it's like, okay, I appreciate this more now because I didn't, I tell you, I tell you a story. I think my daughter was in the first grade. And when I come off the road, uh, I would call her mother and let her know, hey, I'm a, I'm j I just got off the plane. I'm going to go pick, uh, pick my daughter up uh, at school, mm -hmm. you know, so she wouldn't have to get on the bus and uh, go to daycare. And, you know, my mom would come get her later. Because a lot of times she didn't know I was coming, you know, when I was coming. I didn't know when I was coming back in town. So, uh, so I'm on my way to pick my daughter up from school. And... I get into an accident. Wasn't a big accident. It was kind of like a chain reaction. Well, somebody hit somebody that pushed them into somebody, pushed them into somebody, pushed them. Yeah. By the time it got to me, it barely touched me. But I was in my custom, you know, out of Corvette. You know what I'm saying? I was in my red custom Corvette, you know, and it got touched. It hadn't been in my pickup. I wouldn't even got out the truck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's with my Corvette that I done put all kind of money into, and I got this thing right, man. And I felt that bump, and I'm like, oh, I'm ready to get in somebody's you know what. So I I jumped out of my car, and the the back of the Corvette is made out of uh like a plastic type material. Mm -hmm. So it kind of and underneath it is like a shock absorber type metal bumper that you can't see. So it touched that, didn't do nothing. Didn't even put a scratch on it or nothing, the car that touched me. Yeah. But I'm back there and all these women and one lady is out, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I got it. insurance and blah, you know, I'm like, then I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, oh man, you know what I'm saying? School is let out. What they used to do is let me come in and get my daughter before school lets out. Yeah. I had asked the teacher to do that, but I never told her why. Even the teacher, her teacher didn't know who I was. I always tell me, Tell my daughter, never tell anybody who your dad is. So she had to live with that, you know, for a long time. So uh, I'm running late. I get there and they don't let the kids out. And she's gotten on the after school daycare bus. And I didn't know. And I go to the class and she's like, oh, they're gone already. I was like, oh, man. I was already kind of running late. So I go back out to school. I walk in the yard. You know, it's all these kids let out because I think it was like, kindergarten through fifth grade, something like that. Mm -hmm. I let everybody out, man, I'm walking and I, one kid, one little kid recognized me. And I'm like, cause I'm just walking like nonchalant, you know, not no big deal. Uh, and I hear Stevie Ray, that's Stevie Ray. And I'm like, oh, where, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, because I'm not even in that mindset, you know? And then all the other kids, that's him. That's him, Stevie Ray. And they mobbed me. They mobbed me. And now I'm like, oh my goodness, how I'm going to get out of this? You know, and then all the teachers, not one of them recognized me. Not one. <laughs> all the teachers are trying to get those kids off of me because they're coming up hugging my leg and this, that, and the other. And, Hey, you know, it was crazy. If I hadn't had a picture of this, it would have, and all these teachers, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten teachers are trying to get these kids off me, and they're trying to get them on the bus, and they wouldn't leave, and it became a mob type thing, you know? So finally, they got them back, and they, the kids trying to tell the teacher, that's Stevie Ray, that's Stevie Ray, blah, 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 but they didn't know. They was like, y'all, leave that man alone. They thought they mistaken me for someone, okay? Uh -oh. They thought they, the teachers, that they like, we're sorry, sir. We're sorry. They think you're this guy. They think you're this wrestler and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I get that all the time. You know, <laughs> I get that all the time. And I went and got in my truck. I mean, got in my car and I left. And I'm like, that's when they first hit me. These are little kids, not teenagers or early 20s or 30s. These are little kids in elementary school. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized, wow. 
wow, I didn't know that people really paid attention to what we were doing because I'm such in a tunnel zone type mindset. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to work, make this match look good, blah, blah, blah. And that's when it, uh, that's when it hit me. Yeah. Wow, people really know us. I swear to God, people knew us, but yeah, I never really sweated it. You know, but this was a whole school and I never seen a mob like this. And I, I didn't want to say, yeah, Steve Ray, because I would have been there all day. Yeah. They wouldn't have never left. You know, and then the teachers would have been asking to come talk at the school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't do it. So <laughs> I went to my daughter's uh, where they go to the daycare and she was there. And I picked her up and I said, I'm sorry, babe, I was running late and blah, blah, blah. And she said, are you going to be here tomorrow? I go, yeah, I'm going to be home for a couple of days. She said, well, can you come pick me up tomorrow? She's never done that before. And I'm like, and she said, when you come pick me up, don't wait in the front. Come to the back where, where they keep us at. And I'm like, okay. I didn't think nothing about it. So the next day I go to pick her up. And I didn't realize she's in the first grade, you know. I go, I say, well, my daughter wants me to come in the back and pick her up. You know, people at the daycare at the front. And they's like, oh, yeah, go back. She's in the room to the, down the hall, make her right. Okay, okay. I go down and I'm looking around. And I walk in this room. And I walk in the room and all these kids, you know, that's him, Stevie Ray, blah, 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 yeah. Hey, you know, and then I'm like, I look over at my daughter and she's just uh, in stitches, in stitches, because she just set me up. And she never, I, I told her not to tell the kids at school who her daddy was, but she had to tell the kids at daycare. Wow. Because it's only a few. <laughs> and she just was on the floor laughing. Ah, ha, 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 ha. So she didn't set this up for a couple of days, you know what I'm saying? And we really got a kick out of that. I'm like, why'd she do that? I just wanted to tell somebody, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. But yeah, that's when I finally realized. Now, if we were having that effect on young people, just imagine everybody else. Yeah. That's when I really realized, wow, we're doing something. Yeah. That's a true, that's a true story. Well, I mean, I know, I know just growing up, I was like, I was like, as soon as I saw Harlem here, I mean, I, I, I've been watching you since like the old, you know, uh, uh, the older promotions uh -huh. um, before you turned Harlem Heat and, right. you know, seeing you transform into Harlem Heat. I mean, I always saw y'all as like, like black superheroes. So <laughs> this is like, yeah, I mean, I wanted to, you know, me personally, you know, I, I wrestled in college and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, just working out, I was like, man, like, I, I'm, like, I'm trying to, match myself up to, you know, Stevie Ray and Booker <laughs> T. I was like, um, so, you know. I've heard, I've heard that story you're telling right now so many times. Yeah, I've heard it a billion times. And it's flattering, man. But, you know, for a long time, I didn't know. Yeah. I had no idea. I swear to God, I had no idea. And especially, I'm a fan of so much other stuff and, and don't even fathom. Because my buddies used to tell me, brother, you don't realize, my buddies used to tell me this, you don't realize, man, how people look at you because I never brought it home with me. And, but they would, you know, when they let somebody know, hey, man, you know, see real buddy of mine, you know what I'm saying, how people react and stuff like that. And they would tell me, bro, you, you don't get it. And I'm like, because they know I don't like that atmosphere around me when I'm home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they was like really you know, tell people, you know, hey, bro, you, you, when, when he comes around, because I'll go back to some of my buddy's house, like, before I grow up and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they would tell people, hey, man, don't say nothing to him about wrestling, because he'll get upset, you know what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm, I'm just being me now, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so it was, it was kind of hard, and people wanted, they'll come and ask something every now and then, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool, blah, 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 but, you know, it, it was, it was, it was crazy for a few years, I didn't, I didn't realize it, but I do now, Yes. <laughs> so, I, I mean, so, for, well, especially I mean, you you you're you focus so focus focus on the work. I mean, you just, yeah, you know, um, obviously trying trying to be you know the best you can. Sometimes it's it's like I say you got to have those blinders on. Um, I think at the end of your career, you 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 sort of look back and you see the gamut and the impact that you you know yeah that you put on a whole generation and, and actually future generations. Um, you know, it's still young kids that still. They know who who you are, so it's always cool, sort of seeing that that real yeah. effect. Um, yeah. That, you know, oh, yeah. You've been able to do um, that, and like I said, it's amazing to see. And 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 
what I love, and, and especially when I talk to other people, is just uh, really just the process. You know, it's like wrestling is not the end thing. Um, and being able to transform yourself into, into other facets. Um, so um, even now, I, and, you, and you said you had a uh, podcast or a show um, right now? Oh, yeah. This is my show behind okay, me. Okay, what's, right what's, what's, what's that about? Uh, straight Shooting with Stevie Ray. That is my podcast. And I interview, I do a live show Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Okay. Not this week. I took off this week because of the holiday. But uh and uh, you know my YouTube channel, Stevie Ray TV, my Twitch channel, Stevie Ray TV, and my Patreon channel, um, and uh, that's 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 mainly what I do is interview different people from, you know, from professional wrestlers to actors to, oh my God, I'm been across the gambit, man, boxers. Matter of fact, next week my my I do a what I call main event Wednesday, where I bring people on that people know. This Wednesday, it'll be Austin Trout, former junior middleweight champion of the world, mm. who uh, fought Miguel Cotto. He fought uh, uh, Canelo Alvarez and and Charlo. He fought, he fought a lot of people, man. And, and Austin, I'm a big fan of his. He's a big fan of mine. So he's coming on to talk a little boxing, especially after this Mayweather thing with uh, the Logan Paul guy this weekend. So we're going to bring him on to give us his evaluation of the whole thing. I probably should have did it before. Probably should have did it a couple of days ago. But once I said I'm going to take the week off, it was what it was. But uh, we'll do a, you know, post show, you know, about it and stuff like that. But on Mondays, I do a show with a comedian named Jimmy Tibbs. And on Tuesdays, I do a show with uh, Sonny Ono, who used to be a, uh, a manager uh, in wrestling. Okay. So I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then on Thursdays, I do a podcast with Vince Russo, and we call it Black and White, where we tackle black and white issues in this country. Well, we do. We not only do that. We do a lot of different topics, and we talk about you know music. We talk about acting. We talk about wrestling. We talk about everything. But we also bring up you know the, you know elephant in the room also that people are afraid to talk about. Yeah. So uh, we do that every Thursday. So that's basically a lot of stuff that I'm doing right now. And I do a radio show uh, called the Stevie Ray Experience and 95.3 Jams right here in Houston every Saturday from 2 to 4. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty busy. I'm yeah. pretty busy. And I also just started a blog what I call Where's Stevie Ray? Where I, I, I go around and videotape myself and a lot of my experiences that I that I, you know, indulge in mm-hmm. and some of the things that I'm interested in. So I just started doing that. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty busy. Yeah. Right. Do, do you play music too? I mean, you get, you're doing all this stuff. You're- well, I, yeah, but I play music on the show a little bit, but it gets cut off. They get mad at me. But, uh, <laughs> but on my radio show, I got a lot of music that they, that if you listen to the station, you never hear my songs on the station. I only play them on my show. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And it can be anything from any year, from any artist. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Stevie Ray experience, so it's what Stevie Ray likes for two hours. So right. I play music in between our segments and stuff like that. So people seem to enjoy it. Nice, good deal. Yeah. Good deal. yeah. Um, you are you in? Uh, I I know if you were into like comic books or you know movies or anything like that. So you well, like I said, we cover movies and stuff like that on okay. the, the show I do with Vince. Russo. Okay. I'm, I haven't, my brother was a big comic book guy growing up. I was a so-so comic book guy, but my brother was a really big comic book guy. He used to collect them and stuff when he was a kid. Yeah. But, uh, it's, you know, me and Vince, when we do the show, a lot of times we'll bring up certain things about movies that people didn't know and certain little things like that and bring up different actors and stuff like that from the past and you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. We'll bring up some of the uh uh like this past not this past week, but last week, we were talking about the Jeffersons and how that got started to let people know how did Sherman Hemsley get the job, you know, <laughs> and how that show was a spinoff from the Arch, Archie Bunker show. Yeah. But they always talked about a George, but you never saw him because they never had one cast. Uh you know. And Joe and, and Archie Bunker will always ask uh, 
uh, Louise, where's your husband? I thought he was coming over here, you know, blah, 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 back in the day. And he, you know, she was like, yeah, well, he's been working and blah, blah, blah. But they always talked about it, George, but you never seen him. You know? Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So we we kind of broke that down for the public and stuff like that. And then I was like, Vince, did you know that uh, Wheezy, who played Wheezy, uh, George's wife, and I was like, because he had gave me a scenario. What, who, who would you like to be with? You know, Weezy, you know, three different characters, from three different shows. And I can't remember who I chose, but I was like, did you know Weezy is old enough to be George's mother? And he was like, no. I'm like, no, go look it up. So he has his computer right in front of him. I said, look it up. I said, she had to be 17 to 20 years old. And he looked up, she's 21 years older than him. Wow. And a lot of people didn't know that. They thought they yeah. was around the same age, you know? Wow. And he, yeah, he was like, wow, I didn't know that. I said, hey, that's Hollywood, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's Hollywood. I said, when George got that role, he was only a few years older than Lionel. He wasn't even old enough to be Lionel's dad. <laughs> and Lionel played his son, you know, Mike Evans. Yeah. And I said, George was only maybe 10, 11 years older than him. If that, yeah. That, that's a fun fact. Did not know that. Yeah. So we do stuff like that. And yeah. we make jokes about different things. Then we'll go into our serious side in black and white. And we talk about some of the, you know, issues that's haunting our country right now. And him being a white guy and I'm being a black guy, I'm trying to educate you and people that watch this show on the plight of the African-American, you know, story situation that goes on in this country things that you don't know about because you like i tell them you don't know us yeah you yep. just think you do so when you see things and it makes you upset like he, he, he'll bring up a situation like uh lebron james saying something about a situation that happened okay and i'm like that bothers you he was like yeah Okay. But zillions of people attacking the White House don't. I mean, the uh, Capitol building. I didn't see you say nothing about that. Now, which one is more detrimental to my existence on this planet and in this country? LeBron James putting out a tweet or the people that we voted in office that's running for their lives. Yeah. Because people have been indoctrinated, brainwashed. Hoodwinked, if you will. <laughs> and to show us what real white privilege is to the point where I'm going to go storm the Capitol building, ain't nothing going to happen to me. You got to be the craziest son of a gun on earth to flee that. But with the human mind, if you say it enough, and if you're emotional enough, you'll believe it. It's been proven many times all over the world. Yeah. So these are some of the things that we talk about from a African-American point of view as to my Caucasian partner in crime. <laughs> well, it yeah. seems like you would have the right demeanor for, uh, for, for issues like that. Um, you, you seem like one of those that, you know, they, you, you, it's straight to the fact, you know, obviously you come with your, with your, your, your facts and perspectives, but you, you tend to be, you, you, you sound like you're very uh, emotionally balanced, uh, especially with, with topics like that. Well, I try to be <laughs> because, you know, like I tell people, I, like I tell people on the show, um, I'm cut from a different cloth. And I know this because I've always been a person that walked my own line. Yeah. And I feel comfortable walking my own line. Yeah. I don't like to people to tell me how to think. I do my own research and I do my own thinking. I kind of like that a little bit more. Yeah. So, like my sign back here says, straight shooting with Stevie Ray. Well, Tony Schiavone gave me that name. Tony Schiavone, if I'm the did commentating on yeah. WCW. Because he said, brother, every time somebody asks you something, you shoot straight. So he started calling me that on television, straight shooting Steve Ray. That's where it came from. So it stuck. <laughs> so it stuck. And to this day, hey, we, 
yeah, I mean, Tony Schiavone, you know, I owe him that. And, you know, because when I used to do commentary on the show, he would say, oh, we're here with Mike Tanay and, and straight shooting with Stevie Ray. You know, you know he'd go straight shooting Stevie Ray, you know. <laughs> you know, how you doing today, Stevie? Oh, yeah, Tony, oh, blah, blah, blah. Tonight we got blah, blah, blah. Hey, it's going to be blah, blah, blah. It's going to be old like Nick Bone, Tony. You know, you know, you know we do, do the stick and stuff yeah. like that. But we got pretty good at it, man. And, man, I have a lot of admiration for Tony Schiavone. It really helped me a lot, man. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. But yeah. So, man. so right now, uh, what is uh, you know, what what's inspiring you right now? What's what's something that's sort of motivating you, to sort of you know, go forward with a lot of the things that you're doing right now? Oh man, right now I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm enjoying what I'm doing about having a platform to talk to different people and to talk about different things, and. and just having a platform to do what I do, even coming on shows, you know, a lot of people book me for shows to come on and talk about serious, serious issues as to how I see them, where a lot of people are afraid to. Yeah. You know, um, like I always tell people, brother, I'm not employed by anybody. I got my own thing going on. So you want to shut me down and shut me up? Go on and do it. <laughs> Go on and do it, because I'm not going to shut up, because, hey, too many people are silent about how they feel. Yeah. I'm one that, you know, you know, you ain't cutting me off. And that's what I like about, that's what I like about doing the show. You know, we, like I said, me and Jimmy, we do Mondays. He's a comedian and we talk about serious stuff a little bit, but not very much, but we put everything in a, in a, in a, in a joking, you know, we try to give everybody Monday coming off your weekend, something to laugh about. Yeah. And then me and Sonny, Oh my! People talk about that show so much because they, they can't stop laughing. Because me and Sonny is a Japanese man, and I'm a black man, and we can we respect each other immensely. But just like it was back in the day when we worked together, we crack on each other. You know what I'm saying? We crack on each other, and trying to show people we're both cut from two different cloths, but we respect each other immensely. You know, he's he's uh he's a person I respect very much, but we can joke with each other without stepping over the line, mm -hmm. and we can talk about other issues and try to make people see it from a different point of view. Yeah, because everything it ain't no right way to be wrong and no wrong way to be right. It's more than one way to be wrong. It's yeah. more than one way to be right. So, you know, I'll say stuff like, you know, well, Sonny, I'm not turning my back on you. America already did that once. You know. <laughs> you know, stuff, stuff like that. And you anybody say, you know, hey, what you talking about, man? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out, why don't you tell me uh, what tribe are you from? <laughs> I'm going to help you out, man. What tribe are you like? What do you mean, what tribe am I from? Come on, man, you got to be from, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. people, you see the comments and the laughing, you know what I'm saying, emojis and stuff like that, because that's how he and I used to talk to each other every day. Yeah. Every day, you know. And, and I would tell him, brother, it's like back when, back when I was in school, you know, in the dressing room and the locker room playing sports and stuff. And you had white kids, Hispanic kids, black kids. That is how we talked to each other in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'm coming over to your house tonight, man. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, I was just checking to see if your mother going to make those tacos I, was, I wanted, you know? Oh. You know, and that's to one of my Hispanic friends, you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, man, I think she's going to have them, man. You know, he might say, I think she's going to have them, you know, just like your mother had those collard greens ready for me when I came by your house, you know? And, you know, it's like, hey, man, don't be talking about, you know, but it's just all in fun. Yeah. And everybody's laughing. Yeah. But then you see the climate of today. Yeah. 40 years later. Okay. Then you see the climate of today. That scares me, man. I grew up around everybody and everybody joked with everybody, but everybody loved each other mm -hmm. and respected each other. And then try to put you down and keep you out. You know what I'm saying? Now you see the climate today and it's like, what the hell happened? 
How did everything regress instead of progressing? But I think the younger generation got it right or getting it right. I think they are. And I got faith in this younger generation, bro. I really do. You do? Yeah. Um, creative tips. Um, what is, from a, a, a renaissance man like you, um, what is a uh, creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? I'm sorry, what was that again? Yeah, creative somebody, tips. Somebody, uh, what somebody is a, calling. Uh, <laughs> no, calling. Uh, creative tips. What is a uh, creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Hey, man. I'm a strong proponent in people treating people the way they want to be treated. Hey, it's enough out there for everybody. It's enough for everybody. Don't let people tell you it's not. Stop looking at this bull crap on television. Stop, you know, go. I used to go to the library. I, used to, I was dyslexic when I was growing up. So once I got help on my dyslexia, what did I do? I spent a lot of time in the library reading about things, you know, that I used to have difficulty reading. But now I read very, very, very good. And on top of that, I know how to comprehend what I read. So if I can read things and get a good evaluation of, and then comprehend at the same time, brother, people look at me and say, oh, man, you lift weights? Brother, I might be stronger in the body, but I'm even stronger in the head. <laughs> be, be, you know, so people have to, I think people just need to wake up Look at us for what we are as people. Join the club. Ain't nothing wrong with being different. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we're all people. And we share the same planet. Don't let nobody tell you different. If they do, they're lying. That's what I will tell anybody. Get yours. It's your right. And anybody got a problem with that? It is what it is. Yeah. That's a good tip. Great tip. Um, going into uh, the last couple uh, questions here, um, what projects are you brewing on? What, what things that you've got um, sort of stirring up in your, in your head right now uh, that you, you would love to uh, sort of bring out to the light of day? Well, that's what I was telling you earlier. I met with some, I had another week meeting with some guys, some ex-athletes. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to put together a program. Um, I can't really talk about it right now too yeah, much. Yeah, but I mean, we, we, <laughs> but we're, we're trying to put together a program of ex-basketball players, football players. I'm the only ex-professional wrestler, you know, so. But I still fall in that category. And we're trying to put together a group of guys that's going to be going out and doing some things not just here in our city as it pertains to young people and some and the corporate world mm -hmm. at the same time and i'm very excited about this i'm very excited about it so if we can get this off the ground uh hey i'm always looking for the challenge man i'm always that. down man i'm always the guy like coach put me in put me in coach i'm ready so that's just my mentality, man. Hey, I love a challenge. Everything I'm doing now with the podcasting and the radio and stuff like that, I love that also. I really love it because it's given me a chance to talk about and, and interview people, have fun, stuff like that, and still entertain people at the same time. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm, I'm from the entertainment business, so I'm still trying to do what I used to do and new things all at the same time, man. So. Hey man, I'm just living my best life. That's good. That's good. Um, and last question: um, words of wisdom. Um, you can keep it keep it brief, uh, or however you want to. Um, just some words of wisdom for our audience, people that may be listening right now or in the future when this podcast releases. Um, what's something that uh, you feel would would resonate with with some people right now? Actually, going back to what we talked about a few minutes ago, what it resonate with people right now is get the hate out your heart, man. Get the hate out of your heart. 
Because at the end of the day, ain't nothing going to change. You're just going to be a hateful fool for the rest of your life. Because you don't run nothing. And people out there know who I'm talking to. Get the hate out your heart, man, because love feels so much better. Believe that. Believe that. Get the hate out your heart. Because you don't run nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're drinking, drinking your own poison. Hey, man, God runs, God runs it all. Yeah. God runs it all. Now, I know I said the thing about the preachers earlier, but, you know, that's different. I gotta get my I gotta get my paper, dog. I, mean, <laughs> I gotta get my paper. I don't, you know, preach or no preach. Do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. <laughs> yeah, I had that happen to me a couple of times. You dig what I'm saying? Hey, I got experience on this. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. You know, it's a time and a place for that, though. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, uh, well, I got I got one question here before okay. uh, someone put in the uh, the live post here. Um, if if you was an X Men fan, I don't know if you're a fan of X Men. Yes, I am. Um, who is um, who is your favorite, Professor X and his philosophy, or Magneto and his philosophy? It has to be Professor X. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch his character from the time he was a child, I mean, not a child, but a kid, a young man, all the way up to an older man. He was always trying to teach people the same thing that I've been saying on this podcast. You have a right to be here. Yeah. All the people that think they're mutants, you have a right to be here. Don't get caught up like Magneto or hate to try to fight hate, you know, try to fight hate with other hate. Yeah, it won't work. It don't work. Don't work. Now, I like Magneto, but at the end of the day, that is why they do these comic books in such a way, because they emulate how we as human beings around the world think. A lot of people don't get the messages yeah. because they look at it as the movie, the TV show, this, that, and the other. Yeah, it's always but it's always, deeper. huh? It's, it's always something deeper. Yes. If you get it, if you try to understand it, that's why I say reading one thing or hearing someone talk, comprehending what they're saying is way more important. Mm -hmm. It's a message in everything. But do you get the message? It's like I would ask somebody if they saw an X-Men movie. What happened in the movie? Well, they tell me everything that happened, but they didn't tell me what the movie was about. See the difference? Yeah. When, I, my, when my daughter was very young, I would take her to movies like X-Men, movies like, you know, different things. She's 26 years old now. And after the movie, I would always say, what was that movie about? Because I wanted to see if she got what the movie was saying. Yeah. And the last thing she could ever tell me is, I don't know. Because if you was paying attention, you do know. Yeah. Same thing like reading a book. What was the book about? What was the author trying to explain to you? So that was one thing I would always quiz my daughter on. And she would always, well, I think it was about blah, 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 because this happened, blah, blah, blah. Now you're getting it. So I'm trying to teach my daughter how to think. Not how to watch. We all can do that. But how to think. Because once you get older and you get in precarious type situations, this is what's going to get you out of it. So, yeah, that would be my answer. The professor. <laughs> that is a, that's a, a straight shooting words from Stevie Ray right there. <laughs> um, hey, well, look, uh, Obviously, there's a lot of topics here. We could probably go on another episode <laughs> with that, but um, I know your time is valuable. Okay. But, um, hey, how can people uh, connect with you? How can people reach out to you? Um, you know, hey, they can go to my Facebook, Stevie okay. Ray Athlete. Or they can go to my Instagram, The Real Stevie Ray. And they can go on, uh, I mean, uh, 
YouTube, Stevie Ray TV, mm -hmm. or download the Twitch app, Stevie Ray TV on Twitch, or, you know, uh, Patreon TV forward slash Stevie Ray TV on Patreon. And uh, you can also get with me on Cameo. Matter of fact, that's what I was looking at when we started the show. I had a couple of Cameo requests. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much the way you can reach me, uh, any of those outlets, or Twitter also. Okay. Yeah, you can also, I forgot about Twitter. You can also go on Twitter. A lot of people leave me messages and stuff on that. And they always tell me how they love the podcast or they love the black and white show and things of that nature. And it's growing, man. And uh, hey, the YouTube channel is getting bigger. Where's Stevie Ray? I'm going to be doing blogging, stuff of that nature. They can check those things out on my same YouTube Stevie Ray TV on YouTube. We're gonna start dropping them, dropping them here in a little bit. Okay. So, hey, man, it's 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 all over the place, man. I'm all over the place. Good deal. Hey, that's, that's how you got to be. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll be sure. Uh, this has been a another awesome episode. Uh, I'll be sure to put all of his information in the show notes uh, whenever this uh, episode releases in the next okay. couple of weeks. Um, so all the um, all the links, all the uh, information channels where he's at will be will be in there for people to uh, connect with Stevie Ray and 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 really dive deep dive into his world into his thinking and um, like I said a, a lot of great uh, insight from a, a very very intelligent man like I said one of my uh, you know definitely one of my favorite you know tag teams of all time um, growing up uh, definitely grateful to even you know for you to be on here and um, appreciate it. Um, so, uh, also too, people, uh, if you want to connect with Creative Brew, uh, check it out on SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, and um, Apple Podcast. And then this uh, will actually be on HeliumRadio.com, my internet provider. Um, so please comment, share, like it. Um, you know, and also too, connect with Steve Ray's, uh, all of Steve Ray's channels, all the things he's got going on. Please support him. Um, in, in his endeavors and, and all the things that he's, he's got going on. So, um, other than that, this has been another awesome episode with me, Stevie Ray, and once again, be cradled, stay inspired.